Okay, so uh, a couple of years down the road, you are uh, you're hanging out. Uh, you're doing okay as far as like uh, like comedy goes. Um, you uh, you finally release an album. Oh, cool! It's called uh, Michael Folk. Go folk yourself. <laughs> and the co- the cover is you looking like really badass. You're wearing like a leather jacket and like uh, tight jeans, and you're kind of like going like making like a mean face or whatever. And um, okay, yeah. okay, and uh, it d- like a street shark, exactly like a street shark. Okay, so, okay, cool. cool like cool. in fact, when you were walking into the building to record that album, you were just subconsciously going da da. Da-da. Underneath your breath, thinking about those okay. street sharks. <laughs> so okay, I, yeah. So you record "Go Folk Yourself" and uh, or "Go Go Folk Yourself," and uh, it um it does pretty good. It does uh, it does well. Um, other comics like it. Um, it sells you know a respectable amount. Yeah, you know, all things considered. So um, you're doing okay as far as like recognition goes. Uh, and oh, you're awesome. starting to like travel a bit to do comedy and stuff like that um but uh on on the as far as like the day job goes man not doing too good um okay yeah you decided to uh your your last um place that you're working at you really liked working there Uh, a whole lot actually the people there you guys would like hang out after the show after the, after the show after uh you know the shifts are done and stuff like that and they were uh it's all a show yeah oh oh it is it's all a show always a show right when you guys hang out together uh y'all wear shirts that say <laughs> it's always a show <laughs> oh so we're a gang yeah and people believe okay. it like, like 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 when y'all walk in they're like and people just look up and they go whoa like i'm not gonna fuck with those guys you know what i mean and you're like hell right, okay. hell yeah um and so um you know you liked hanging out with them it was uh you know small staff but you know pretty tight-knit um there uh there was a guy there named darren uh fibs uh he was uh you know the manager of the place uh there was a, okay. a woman who worked there named um uh, Cassie Nova and uh, <laughs> oh, what is um, uh, do I do me and Cassie get along yeah you get along with everybody there and everyone there is pretty is is nice and uh, you know don't Wait, what uh, is this job again what do we do so you guys worked at one of those like axe throwing places oh okay. so it's a bar but also you can throw axes at like targets Right, I've never been to one, but I've walked by them. And the thing is, is that it, it seems like everyone you know, like, makes fun of, like, axe throwing. But you're like, yep, this is kind of cool. You know, like, you, you just took the job because you kind of needed some work. But you really yeah. got into it. And you got pretty good with the axe. Like, you started, like, okay. uh, getting really into axes. Like, you have, like, uh, at home, you have on your wall, like, just a bunch of, like, axes put up on the wall. Some of them you don't even remember buying. You're not sure really where they came from. So okay, you're so like, like, it's like late night on like a QVC or something. Sure, yeah. I mean, it has to be every once in a while you get a, um, a package in the mail and the return address is just an ax, a drawing of an ax. And uh, it's just like a new ax. And you're like, well, 
okay. And sometimes like it's stuff that you actually buy, but lately they're just kind of like coming a lot. Like you have a That's lot troubling. of axes in your in your in your house, yeah. Okay. Sometimes at night one of them will go missing and you uh you kind of get freaked out, but then like you wake up and it's like, you know, it's always just like a weird dream. So it, do my friends know about these axes? Yeah, people know. Okay, so like everyone's like, that's the axe guy. Yeah, well, kind of. They're just like, you know, Michael likes axes, I guess. Whatever, you know, like people are like, they don't. Right. It's, it's, thing, it's, it's, they don't understand it, but like, it's not like, you know, when people come over, you're like, you guys have to see my axes. Like lately, you kind of like just don't even want to talk about it because again, um, every morning you wake up and there's at least like three new axes on that wall. So you're kind of like, uh, I don't know. And sometimes you don't even like open up the box because you know what it is. So you just stack them up in the corner. Oh, whoa. Yeah. okay. In the morning, the boxes are gone. And that axe is hanging on the wall as. And like and you can't take your eyes off it. It's, it's, it's like it's hanging on the wall as intensely as uh, Christ was when he was, on, he was hanging off of that uh, that crucifix, saving all of us. Fuck. Okay. Wait. What? What does the axe look like? Is it like a normal axe, or is it like clearly special? This one, it looks like a normal axe, but you can tell by looking at it that this axe is going places. So you're working at this. Where's it going? To the top, probably. So uh, you're working okay, at this. So it's uh, like an upward mobility axe. As it were, yeah. So you're working at this place. It's called um, uh, Axe Around. And basically, uh, what it is, like I said, you just sort of throw axes uh, at the um, targets and stuff like that. And you can actually, they kind of encourage you to bring in like pictures of people you don't like. You know what I mean? You throw the axes at them and stuff, you know? Therapeutic. Very therapeutic. Uh, one time you're pretty sure you saw this dude who had a photo of someone who looked a lot like you, but when you blinked, like they were gone. So you're like, uh, whatever. So what happened was, Whoa. yeah. It's, so things are a little bit odd there, but you like it, you know, it's your, it's your crew. Right. I seem remarkably like relaxed. Like I kind of just go with the flow. Yeah. You are very relaxed lately. You're like okay. uh, just chugging. Nice. You're just like chugging CBD. You know what I mean? There's like by by now it's, it's a few years down the road. So now they have like Gatorade with CBD and like YooHoo and stuff. What's like it called? That. The name of the like what's a flavor? Oh, um, they have uh, this is one called uh, Raspberry Husk, and what it is, <laughs> <laughs> and what it is. <laughs> That sounds like an X-Man. Yeah, you're kind of like weirded out by it, but I got to be honest with you. The first time you had it, you had it because it was the only one left. Like the one that you normally get, you get one called, uh, it's it's called uh, Ginger Heaven. And it's sort of like, uh, <laughs> kind of tastes like ginger beer a little bit. Um, and so this one, it was okay. only one left and you were like, ah, cheese. And so uh, you get it and you're like, whatever. You're just like really thirsty and you just need to relax. And so you get it and you go outside and uh, it's a little hot outside, you know, it, it's it's like like 95 degrees out and you open that uh, okay. that bottle of raspberry husk, you pour it down 
your fucking tight little throat. It's, it's the best drink you've ever had in your life. Whoa. It is. It just it's it's raspberry and there's a little hint of of something. You're not quite sure. Husk. What, yeah, it's sort of it's definitely you're like you have to assume like that's probably the husk flavor, but you can't really right. get it down. You know, it's sort of like umame, sort of. You know, it's just like this extra feeling, of, right? A okay. feeling of husk. And so, okay. um, like I said, you're like pretty relaxed throughout this uh, this whole ordeal. That's kind of why you're like not freaking out from all the the weird stuff that happens at a uh, at, at your job. Um, what ends up happening? Great, I'm throwing back the raspberry husk. Oh yeah, you're husking it up. And so, husking it up all day, all night. And so. Uh, you uh, you actually call it getting husky when, when you drink one. <laughs> like you'll go over to a friend's house and they'll be like, I'm so funny. I am so they'll be like, hey, Michael, do you want something to drink? And you're like, nah, I just got husky. And like, you'll sit down and they're just like, oh, like, no, no one really likes it. But no one really knows how to confront you about it. So right. what happens? It's uncomfortable to say something sure. to tell your friend that they're yeah, yeah. right. So you're um what happens is there's a another uh axe throwing place that opens up across the street and it's like giant. What's this one called? Um it's called Axe Around. And so what you do Oh, they stole our name. They stole your whole look. Yeah, it's wait, so we're axing around and they're axe around. Yeah, it's like almost the same. That's so close. Pretty much. And they're right across the street. So sometimes people will think they're going to your place and they'll go to that one by accident and stuff. And it's uh, Fuck. and it's a pretty cool place. They have like an arcade and stuff there. Oh, whoa. Like you're talking about like like House of the Dead and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like old school stuff like that. And like Area 51. Uh, they have, Love it. They have a Marvel versus Shakespeare. That's a, that's a new game that they have. So so what you guys, what y'all end up doing is the owner of the place, Bob Staggs, he's like, I have a great idea. And this guy's ideas are always terrible. Like you, you're normally, you're just, he sounds hot. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, he is. And so, yeah, like, it's like in, in a way where like, he's definitely like, he's like a little bit older, but like, it's kind of a thing where it's, you're like, whew, Wow. You know what I mean? Axe daddy. Yeah. He, right. Oh, he's an axe daddy. Okay. And so um, he is like, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to, if they throw axes, we're going to take it to the next level. And so you guys start throwing like f- like, uh, like uh, flaming axes. Uh, that's like the new thing. Whoa. Yeah. Axes that are on fire. And so uh, the business lasts for pretty much like two hours. And then you guys accidentally burn it to the ground. He had no insurance. Whoa. That's like. Yeah. He had no insurance. So um, you're Whoa. so you're out of a job, so you're kind of like, oh shit! I kind of need some money, you know. And so um, you go. I can't imagine the OSHA claim too. Like, yeah, that's gonna be a big thing with OSHA. OSHA was pretty upset. Right. Okay. So I'm, but I need a job. Yeah. So uh, you're kind of like, uh, you decide, you know. You're going to go get yourself an ice cold raspberry husk. The only thing that's really going to, you know, put a smile on your face. So you go to like, yeah, uh, I love them. So they have a you go to the store, uh, RBM Food Mart West, and you uh, you purchase it (laughs) and they give you a receipt. And when they give you the receipt, you kind of grab it from the guy. And it's weird because it 
it feels like almost like heavy in your hand. Not heavy, but definitely okay. like it weighs more than a receipt should. Right, a receipt weighs almost nothing. Yeah, and it, and it's like a little cold to the touch. So you're like, what? And so you kind of look down at it, and uh, it says at the bottom of the receipt, it just says, you've been chosen. Your phone rings. What do you do? Um, I, I answer it. I, yeah, I answer it, and I say, hello, this is Michael Folk. Uh, hello, Michael. This is uh, Linda from the Lanalax Corporation. I'm calling with the income earning opportunity for you. Uh, do you have a minute to talk? Um, sure, yeah. So she goes on to explain that the Lanalax Corporation, they're actually doing a medical study. They're trying to uh, do a study about like lucid dreaming. You know what I mean? Where you can kind of uh, control... Okay you know, the dreams that you have and stuff like that. And so they're like, Whoa. they're like, yeah, you know, like, like this started off as a, a way to cure uh, brain cancer, but man, we just got so bummed out halfway through that we changed it to uh, something, you know, a little less uh, intense. You're like, all right. Okay. All right. So know your limits. Yeah, uh, absolutely. She goes, yeah, that's kind of our motto. She's like, <laughs> anyway, so basically what it is, is you get paid uh, $500 a week for a three week study. And what it is, is oh, that's not bad. No, not bad at all. And basically, and it's very easy. All they do is they, you take some pills or whatever. They're like, you might even get a placebo who knows. Um, and all you do is you see that night. If you could like, um, you know, control your dreams, basically. Do you do it? Okay. Um, Yes, you know, yes, I think, well, I think I would have more questions, but more than likely, if I was like needed money, I would end up doing it. Sure. Yeah, I do it. She's like, all right, well, um, we're going to go ahead and uh, send you the pills. Uh, like I said, just keep like a, a dream journal if you could. Uh, we actually sent that too. So uh, go ahead and just. Oh, they give me a dream journal? Yep. And so. Oh, well, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. And so you're like. Hell yeah. And then she's like, all right, well, uh, enjoy that husk. She hangs up. Um, so you're like, all right, whatever. You go home. and Wait, so she she knew that I was drinking husk? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just telling what she said. So wow. uh, so you uh, you go home and there's like a, a package on uh, your front uh, door. where it Exciting. Yeah. I love packages. You look at it and you get even more excited when you see that the return address is just a blue L. You're like, hell yeah. Do you open it? Um, I take it. I take it inside first. Yeah. I would take it inside and then I would open it. Yeah. So you open it up and it's um, it's just about it's like a 20. It's a, like a little like one of those pill things, pill containers. And uh, there are uh, three weeks worth of uh, pills in there. Exactly. Twenty one. And so um, you uh, it just says like instructions. Um Take, you know, take these before you go right as you're about to go to bed or about an hour or so before you go, you're about to go to bed. Good luck, Michael. And so um, you open it up and uh, you pull you, mm -hmm. you put one of the pills in your hand or whatever and you look at it and it is it's like it's like uh, it's like it looks like lavender, you know, the color and it smells like lavender. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's nice. Do you take? I love that. I love lavender. Yeah. Do you? Uh, um, what do you do? I think. Is it is it bedtime? It's pretty close to bedtime. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm, uh, that's... Let's go on this journey. I take the, I, I pop it and get ready for bedtimes. But you feel like with you, it's always almost bedtime. Like you, uh, you actually have a, uh, you got a clock that you want a clock in a work lottery thing. And the clock, instead of the numbers, it has just a, <laughs> pictures of uh, different beds. So you're kind of, and so it's, that's like, that's cute. Yeah. So it's like in here, it's always bedtime. And you're like, I like that. So, um, you, uh, you, you take that, uh, that pill, uh, you like, uh, you know, jump into bed. And, um, you're, you know, you're pretty tired. So you fall asleep pretty much instantly. And, uh, you have a, a dream that night, um, and you can't really control it yet. You know, it's just like a dream. And, um, it's a dream that you were flying, you were on a, uh, an elephant who could fly. Uh, the elephant had like small wings. Dumbo? No. Uh, what it is, is it's an elephant with like small wings, uh, coming out of its ankle, like kind of like, like name of the submariner, you know? Uh, oh, okay. so like logically it sh- that shouldn't be enough to make this elephant fly, but it does. And you guys are soaring through the air. You can feel the wind on your fucking face. You know, this sounds exciting. It's pretty fun. And you wake up and you're like, oh, that's fucking weird. And uh, you kind of look over and you see that the uh, the dream journal. Uh, that the Landex Corporation gave you. Uh, it's like it's like it's like a blue uh, journal, and it says it says Michael's very own dream journal, and every oh, every like every, every letter is a different color. Oh, okay, very kooky, <laughs> very kooky art teacher. Very okay, I much like it. so. So you open it up, and uh, do you? What do you write? Um, I write. Last night, I had a dream where I was riding a flying elephant that looked a little bit like Namor the Submariner. So you write that. You kind of go along with your day. Um, you have like this script that you're working on. Um, so you just mostly work on that during the day. It's about. How's it going? It's um, it's going well, actually. Um, it's one of the, it's, it's one of those things where you're not really worried with, you know, putting in flowery, uh, flowery language or punch up the dialogue yet. It's almost like you're just kind of getting something down so that later on you can look back on it and like edit it and then you can punch it up. And, and that's important. Sure. And so you're, you're mostly just doing that. So sometimes instead of dialogue, you just write blah, 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 whatever. Fuck you. Stuff like that. And you're like, okay, well I'll, I'll, I'll go back and change that. <laughs> uh, what you actually sold the screenplay. Uh, but however, uh, in it, you actually like, forgot to punch up that line of dialogue and for some reason they kept it in so there's like this very baffling line in the middle of it it's a um a children's movie uh about a a group of uh kids who decide to uh save a a a talking bear from uh ninjas uh and it's called uh the bear (laughs) ninjacities that I think this. I think this. Yeah, that sounds great. The bear. The bear necessities. Yeah. The bear necessities. Like a ninja. And so, oh, right, absolutely. So you know, so there's like this line in the middle that makes no sense. What's like, you know, they confront the dad and they're they're like, hey, dad, we, you know, we don't want you to hunt the bear anymore. And then the he's like, the dad's the ninja. No, he's a hunter, but there's also ninjas who, who are trying to. Uh, 
who are trying to like kill the bear. However, that guy, his son in the movie joins the ninja. So there's also a thing where it's like they have to reconcile and stuff like that. It's it's pretty intense, actually. Uh, so in the middle of it, he goes, I'll hunt whatever I want to hunt. And then it just then like the kid just says, like, whatever, fuck shit, bitch. I'll put something else here. <laughs> and then it moves on. And people are just like, man, this is such a fun movie. But what is up with that line? And like, and you went to the premiere, and when that happened, everyone turned and looked at you, and you go, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's like if you if it's PG thirteen, you can at least get one fucking shit yeah, in there. Sure. So we're like under the limit. Yeah, it's it's fine. You're like, guys, we're like, and as you're walking out, like, guys, we're fine. It's it's under the limit. Whatever. Like, no one listens. Um, so you kind of just work on uh this screenplay. Um, this is. Uh, your second screenplay that you're working on. Um, this is uh, another children's uh, kind of family entertainment uh, movie. Uh, it's about a, a hawk and uh, a rabbit and, and their friends. And, and, and it's okay. Yeah, cool. And it, it's called it's called C- crossing like species lines. Sure. And stuff. It's called friends of a feather. And so you are uh, working on that. And uh, eventually, it's, 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 it. yeah, okay. if you're actually doing okay, you're really doing okay. And so you kind of like, it's one of those things where it goes like, and suddenly it's like midnight. And you're like, oh, fuck, I've been working on this all day. So you decide, man, I'm just going to jump into bed. You pop that lavender pill into your mouth. And it's so, it's actually like a delicious pill. Like you're like you're tempted to actually like suck on it for a little bit to get more flavor, you know what I mean? But you you kind of like I don't know, like a lozenge. Yeah, okay. you're like I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. So you just kind of pop it in your mouth, but it's actually so delicious and so smooth that you don't even like drink water with it or anything. It's you just up just goes right down. Okay, liquid gel. Absolutely. Right. So that night you go to sleep, and it's 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 the damnedest thing. You can control every part of the dream. And not only just your movements, it's almost like you're the Lord of that dream. Whoa. Okay. So like, so like you show up and there's like, um, a, you know, a, a rainbow waterfall and it goes directly into the lake of candy or whatever. And you're like, huh? You're like, but what about, what, 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 what if we had pizza and you kind of like go abracadabra or whatever. And then like pizza shows up. So you, like, you control. Is that what I say? You, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And then you're like, huh. Okay. Yeah. And um, so you kind of like, like, so what would you do if you had complete and utter control of a dream? Um, well, I would probably um, make things cute. Like I would like aesthetically, like if I was like, if, the, if this dream is my playground, sure. I would probably aesthetically set it up in a place in a way that made me feel comfortable. Okay. So yeah, and it, it is like, by the time you're done, it is cute as fuck. You have like a, like a butler who's a, a, a butterfly and, uh, and, and his, his, his name is uh, Mr. Bevins. And he like, you know, he's kind of like okay. your like, uh, you know, your your uh, your butler, as it were, you know. So my butler fly. Sure. Your butler fly. Yeah. And so you have a blast and uh, you wake up the next day. You look over at that dream journal. What are you writing it? Um, uh, I'm really loving this uh, dream life I've developed for myself. Um, I invented a butler fly. And you feel pretty damn proud of yourself. So, um, 
that night, uh, you spend that day, you know, just sort of hanging out, watching TV. You're watching the show Chunks. Right. I don't have a job. Yeah. yeah. So you're watching the show Chunks, a rerun. But it's one of your favorite episodes. It's Chunks is these two guys named Howie and Chip who are kind of lunkheads. And they just kind of like break things and they just chunk shit. And that's about it. And, uh, and, and okay. <laughs> in this one, um, they actually uh, they travel to uh, Antarctica and they just start like chunking like, uh, you know, ice and shit. It's not a very well thought out episode. Oh, so this show's got a budget. Yeah, but it's not a well thought out episode because they're kind of like, well, we'll just go there and wing it like we always do. And they're like, oh, fuck, there's nothing here. So you just think it's how do they get there? They get there by plane. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) They fly a plane. Oh, good. They fly the plane? Yeah, they're both pilots. Pilots and lunkheads? (laughs) And lunkheads, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like surprisingly like well rounded. Uh, they both have masters. Like idiot savants. Yeah. Th- okay. Yeah. They, they, they have master's degrees in like, you know, German literature and shit, you know, stuff like, stuff like that. It's okay. kind of esoteric knowledge. And so um, they go to Antarctica and it's not, you know, planned very well. And that's, that's kind of what's funny about the episode, because usually it, o- it always goes well. This is the one time it does not go well. So you're like, oh, hell yeah. So you just watch that all day long. And um, eventually you kind of feel yourself nodding off and you're like, oh, must grab pill so you grab the pill and you put that lavender shit in your fucking mouth and uh you fall asleep you come to and you're in an all white space uh you're just it's almost like you're floating there though you're on you kind of feel like is you're it on glowing ground yeah it's sort of like um in the matrix that you know when, when they go into the matrix to get the um the guns or whatever you remember that scene right where it's on all white kind of area and so you're like Huh. Am I dressed like Trinity? You're dressed exactly like Trinity. Sunglasses and Okay, all. good. And so you're like... All right, throwback. Yeah. Okay. So you're kind of like, what the fuck? And you kind of uh, like turn around and uh, standing there is this guy. He is easily... Keanu Reeves? No. No, 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 no. This guy is about okay. uh, nine feet tall easily. He is uh, dressed like a clown. And he's, oh, he's holding uh, a balloon. Uh, however, the balloon uh, actually has your face on it and uh, it kind of like winks at you and you're like, huh? But before you can say anything, the figure speaks. He goes, hello, Michael. <gasps> My name is Dreamy Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. And he goes, and I don't take kindly to people sticking their nose in where they dream. And you're kind of like, what? Before you can open your mouth to say anything, uh, he slices your head off. (gasps) He's holding a cane and the cane has like a sword in it. And he just slices like from like 10 feet away. That's how like long this cane and the blade are. He just slices your fucking head off. And uh, you just like, you know, you die in the in the in the dreamscape, which means that uh, your body, your physical body on Earth, um, is just sort of there. There's no soul. It doesn't even breathe, but it's still sort of alive. You know, uh, it uh, okay. essentially uh, becomes a husk. And you think to yourself, uh, right before you die, as your head is slowly just kind of, you know, floating through the, the dreamscape, you think to yourself, "Huh, that's ironic." You think about that f- a field of raspberries. And then you die. Oh, hope it was worth it. Hope it was worth the fifteen hundred bucks. 
Wow. You pissed off the Dream King and he killed you. I didn't I didn't I didn't make it that far into my pills. Like that was like day three or four. Fuck. Yeah, you never got paid. Oh shit. Oh no. Yeah. Well, so. I, I mean I hope Well, I hope that, you know, my clinical trial is gonna help them better develop the drug for future uses so my like death isn't in vain it doesn't they lost the paperwork so they actually forget that you were even a part of it <laughs> it was paperwork yeah, there's a lot of paperwork <laughs> they didn't have like a digital <laughs> no all paperwork and so they were just sort of like Whoa. they just forgot about you so uh you just kind of stayed there and uh you know you were like watched over by friends and family over the years uh so you're uh body just kind of exists. Oh, my body? Yeah, your physical body. It sort of like exists for another 50 years. And then eventually the, right. the body uh, kind of just gives out and it, it explodes. And sure. not a trace is left. Except explodes? Yeah, your body explodes and there's Whoa. blood everywhere. Yeah, so. So I'm so, just sort of like a human succulent for a while. And then I blow up. Yeah. Okay. So it's almost like you died twice. <laughs> there's this, the spiritual <laughs> death and the physical death. That's awesome. I mean, who who gets to do that? That's, you know. You do. And then you fucking died. 